Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Did you ever have anything fake? I would have to assume yes. We were at Value City and fucking like Marshalls too much for all of this shit. Yeah, to, exactly. To to have made it through completely unscathed. You know what I mean? I got... My mom got me a fake fubu from the African store once. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, like, like from... <laughs> like from the African grocery store. You know oh, what I mean? no. <laughs> I thought you meant like one of the, the clothing exclusive African stores. No, 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 no. <laughs> the African grocery store where they sell the Vipto Fuck. and the Panda. And it was like up in the plastic, and she got oh, it for no. me. Oh no! And I and I and I wore it. She was like that one next to the papaya. Give me that. <laughs> I'm gonna. I want my boy to wear it. <laughs> uh, no, I think I asked her for it, but I think it was like I knew I couldn't get a real Fubu, and I was just like, if you have one chance, <laughs> one opportunity. <laughs> 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 Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis, my woman queen. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me. The podcast where we dive deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we finally work to prove that the next edition of the National Treasure series is going to be Nicolas Cage 
trying to steal the diamond out of little Uzi Vert's forehead. That's right. <laughs> that is the most precious jewel that America has to offer at this point, and you know Nicolas Cage is going to get it. Yeah, I, man, that would be great because of the history involved. <laughs> Wait, the history of Little Uzi Vert's purchase of it or the history between Little Uzi Vert and Nicolas Cage? Both. Okay. I just, yeah. Those movies always have a lot of fun history. Yeah, they they do have a lot of fun history. And and I, I have to believe that Nicolas Cage and Lil Uzi Vert have, uh, they've rubbed shoulders a few times. Man, you walk into a bar and that's going on. What do you do? Fuck. Sit down and, and hope for the best. You know so what I mean? Game. <laughs> I bet you they'd be doing some weird shit. Yeah. Like weird, famous, like rich guy. Because I bet you Lil Uzi Vert does weird, famous, rich guy shit. I don't mean like kissing. I mean like like shooting up adrenochrome or something like that. Right. I worry that if if two weirdos like that get together, it it's them trying to outweird each other in a way that's that's almost inauthentic. Yeah. Whereas like if Lil Uzi Vert just is hanging out with you know, just a decent man, a Denzel Washington. <laughs> It's he probably is really fucking weird, and it's just so natural to his spirit. You know, what you I mean? think that, I, I've always thought that Denzel Washington must be weird, though. I think Denzel Washington is a nigga. I think that's I think that for that sure. Like, but he just he's never slipped up. So I'm like, no, you don't get you don't keep that tight a grip on it. Unless you know what I mean. Unless you don't want it to. It's like John Travolta never telling anybody he's gay. Like yeah. you know. He, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like the grip is too tight. Like, yeah, I, what has Denzel done be- wrong ever? No, the the closest we've ever come, and this is very recent, was him almost getting in that that weird tiff at the uh, at the at basketball the game. game. Yeah, what was that? And then Jay Z had to cool know. it off. And Bro. I know he he was like kind of like laughing it off at the end but that nigga wasn't playing he was no 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 the whole posture of it yeah that was mount vernon denzel <laughs> you forget this you forget this nigga's name is denzel yeah denzel like, washington yeah and, and, made a... it, and made it out of a, a part of new york that just got okay for people to travel to you know what i mean like it's just now hitting uh like oh you could we could maybe try to gentrify this at some point man see that's what i'm saying we got to get denzel uncut Mm. i want to see (laughs) he's just siding his dvds down a girl's booty hole (laughs) (laughs) just just john q down a girl's booty crack He's smoking cools. <laughs> <laughs> Denzel, you wild boy, man. Yeah, he's Good for wings. you for, for being able to tuck that shirt in the way you do. Good for you. No, he really he's like he's never slipped up, and that's how you know. That's how you know it. That's how you know it. You know what the sign is? He's a he. He dresses like a motherfucker that that don't play none of this shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he'll play all the games. Right. He'll be a part of all the things, but he's gonna put on some big old baggy, uh, semi track pants and <laughs> and a technically a tuxedo shirt, but it ain't really. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like he whatever like, he had. He dresses what Obama wears to hoop in. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, if you could play, why are you always in sweatpants? But yeah, whatever. Why, why I don't do you know. play basketball with pants on all the time? <laughs> yeah. What's up with your legs? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why is your shit so tight? <laughs> you got your shirt tucked in for exercise? Yeah, this is this this is a little too weird, man. What was his name that he called himself when he played basketball? I read it in his book. Obama had like a special name. He was like, yeah, when I was when I was when I when I, when I was in school, I was Barack. But when I was on the court, oh, what was it? Oh, he called <laughs> himself he called himself Barry Obama, which is the worst. Oh no, this is the worst basketball. Oh game. no, that feels like somebody wrote that on an N one T shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that faceless bald man should be like saying that and the president standing next to him like yeah we need to bring him back the faceless bald dude from man Anwin? as a child as a boy i was scared of that guy that dude you know what you know what occurred to me very recently is that dude in my mind was always a black guy yeah and he and he's not he's what? he's white on in every depiction of him no that's not correct you you're saying that despite the white flesh that they always kept him in there's blackness underneath that i'm saying it's impossible that the n1 guy would be do you hear what you're saying no i don't like it either i'm not promoting this this isn't this isn't an ad anybody that's (laughs) listening i i support a black n1 guy i'm saying that like the flesh that they gave him was always white. No, he was he was ashy. He was, <laughs> he was ashen. Right, because ball was life. He was he truly was just, dedicated to the game enough that he wasn't even showering. You're on the court getting scratched up. It's leaving streaks. He was yeah. He was, he was gray. He was gray. He was not uh, white. Okay, was, that's crazy. What so you? you you saw neutral at all times. I saw a black man. No, I I know what you saw underneath that. I'm saying <laughs> the physical flesh. <laughs> You've been very clear about what what race you think he is, and I what agree race with he you. Is yeah. <laughs> Are you saying none of that they them shit either? No, he's a... <laughs> he's a dude playing basketball, yelling at you. Yeah, we've all been there. Nah, he's, it was a black man in my mind, but but you're saying that on a physical surface level, it was a neutral gray more than it was a white tone to you. Yeah, I'm saying it wasn't a fleshy white man. No, I didn't. Th- I didn't. I didn't say a pale pink. I'm just saying a. It it never occurred to me even once as a child that that was a white man. It was just always a black yeah. man, despite the color. Yeah, he's very confrontational. <laughs> in a way that maybe he's earned which it's unclear yeah. at this point yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you have any early and one apparel i had all of it i damn I, uh, I that was what i spent my money on do you know what i mean those <laughs> that was the gift that i was seeking was get me a new pair of two-toned and one shorts. Yo, those shoes were the worst, though. The shoes. I didn't were the go worst. to shoes. Okay, I knew better smart. than shoes. Yeah, those I, shoes were insane. But but come on, man, you have one of the the shit talking t shirts and and the matching shorts set. and the shorts. Yeah, I get the shirt and the shorts, and then that's 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 good. That that's ninety six. That's good. Come on, man, I was that's looking good, good, bro. That's good. Yeah, that's good. 
that was back when when it was cool to just buy the same thing that everybody else bought. Kids, we really oh, you didn't it. even want fancy colors. No, you kids had it easy back then as far as fat. Kids today are going through it with, with this fashion shit. You think so? I think so. I mean, I think they get to be so much more adventurous and like experimental than we can, but they also are like, they got to keep up. You got to really like be It does on seem it. to go fast, but it's like a lot more nostalgia based than it was when we were kids. So they have a template. We were taking in all new shit. Yeah, I guess. But imagine if you had to live through your your platinum FUBU era and your Jabo era at the exact same time. That's such a complicated that's a, switch between. That's, like, that's a that's a combination of it. That, that's like you want to die. You can't wear those both at the same time. That's what I'm saying. That's what they're trying to you're figure out. You're wearing the Fat Albert with the Jabodes. Come on, man. Relax. Like, it's Tuesday. Yeah, you're doing too much, bro. Yo. This is, and nobody, you're living reckless, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we came to sit you down and talking to you about your Jabode. We we all said we would try heroin. We didn't say we would we would heat it. We would you snort a little bit and you see what that does. You know? Did you did you rock Jabodes? Did you ever have Jabodes? You know what it was? My my uh, my parents refused to buy them because of how expensive they were. So I got really lucky that that didn't become my my problem. My problem, and and it's honestly a worse problem than Jerbo was. My problem was I got uh, real into to Echo. I was an Ooh, Echo kid. Man, it was such a short, short yeah. amount of time that that was worth the worth it. Echo yeah. went bad quick. Yeah, that milk soured immediately, so fast. <laughs> so I think Echo had a good two years. And then, the white, then the white guys had it. And then they gave it to the white guys on drugs, and now it's yeah. never gonna come back. Yeah, that's ex- that's the perfect tracing of the Echo journey. I it remember. went from it went from niggas to to white dudes on skateboards to the drug addicts that used to ride skateboards, and and it was over. Yeah, now you see a crackhead in a Mark Echo exclusive. <laughs> yeah, Echo was damn. Yeah, I had some I Echo was, shoes one time. Oh, you were you were bugging. There's I no had, reason. No, let me find them. They weren't that bad. But I was bugging. <laughs> we, we man, I, I didn't really fit together well as a child. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the truth. Oh man, yeah, right. it was, yeah, it was bad. Let's get into this email. We <laughs> we have an email, and it uh, arguably the shortest email we've we've received, maybe ever, certainly in recent months. From a, a person named, and I'm going to butcher her name, but it, is it Katedra? We're going to say is her name. Katedra sent us a message, and and she said very simply, she didn't even greet us. By the way, I don't like that shit. Yeah, I don't she, like an over familiar greeting, and I don't like an under familiar greeting. Right? Or, she, or, yeah. or lack of greeting. Yeah, she just like walked into our house and started talking, and it's like, hey, wait a minute, take your shoes yeah. off. Yeah. And acknowledge me, your man yeah. from the Congo. <laughs> me, <laughs> put your hand out for my dog. Let let <laughs> yeah. Let them know that that you're a good person, and then we talk about your conspiracy theory. He'll stop humping you when he's ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's a power thing. You just yeah. gotta you gotta assert dominance. That's on you. <laughs> Look him in the eyes. No, okay. The but what Cathedra sent us an email where she said, "I heard." And and then she goes into quotes or to parentheticals immediately after. She says, I heard, I heard means social media, of course, LOL. 
She says, I heard that white people get buried within a few days of death because they turn dark after death. Four exclamation points. Where you at? What you feel? She's saying the white man goes, has to go into the earth fast because his transformation is sudden into a dark-skinned person. I mean, it's only dark-skinned and literal skin tone. It's not like they, they get, like, bushy hair and the <laughs> Big old juicy lips. <laughs> Their noses widen, widen like the... <laughs> <laughs> like the river that Moses parted. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I could believe it. I've always never been a I this might be this might be controversial. White people's skin, it's not good. Whoa, yeah. It's just very splotchy and a lot of colors. It's a lot Yeah, of there colors. are times uh where I'll I'll be like, Oh, that, that girl's beautiful and then I'll I'll imagine seeing her naked and it's not that it's not beautiful underneath, but it certainly is uh a thrill is gone. You know what I mean? In my mind where I'm like, that's, that's all right. Okay. Wait, no, I'm confused. What you, what do you, what do you mean by that? I mean, like you, you imagine the beauty of the naked lady and then you're like, but with white skin, it, it takes a little bit out of it. You know what I mean? It, oh it yeah. It takes a little bit off the tip where you're just like, ah, yeah. that's, that's not how I, I I'm just going to say it. it might be racist. Dark nipples look better. Yeah, and it, and it yeah, let's be clear, it is racist. We're we're both being no, this terribly is, we're, bigoted. We are deep in right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's no version of Andrew Schultz having this conversation no, without it becoming no. a real big problem. So. Yeah, we can uh, we cross that. This is like this is like this is like this conversation is like what like Republicans use as like fodder. Like, see what they think. Yeah, see what they think. Now, if this gets picked up by Tucker Carlson, we got to be like, yeah, you're right, big dog. You got that one. No, I'm going to stand on it because then everybody's going to send me dark nipple picture. <laughs> it's chess. It's not checkers. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. As long as you send it, as long as you're forwarding those dark nipples. Yeah, I, no. I'll support Every, you 100 percent. Listen, everybody eats. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the skin thing. Yeah, well, uh, let's be sure that our white <laughs> listeners understand. White listeners, yuck. Anyway, keep going. The skin <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I mean, that it, that seems real. There, because their skin, their skin does feel very temperamental, though. In mm. that, like discoloration and whatnot is pretty common. So that sure. doesn't seem that doesn't seem crazy to me. I I, I believe that. That's that, that, that's not even a stretch, right? Yeah, I feel like it it makes me think about like all the p depictions of of people in zombie films. You know what I mean? Like they're always dark skin. Ain't no light skinned zombies. You know or, what I mean? Like Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. It's all Samoans. All Samoan yeah. zombies. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the darkest people always, but they're always yeah, that like, sh that color shift happens fast. And I know that they'll claim that's because of rot and dirt or whatever the fuck it is. But also some of that shit's cause y'all be turning colors when you die. Yeah, I mean they all all zombies look like Jason Momoa to me. <laughs> and can I tell it right here on this podcast? Another yeah. guy I don't trust. You don't trust Jason Momoa. I don't trust him like I don't trust Terry Crews. Whoa. Oh, he rubs you that wrong. It's pretty bad. I went to a premiere of a show he was in, and yeah. he was like, he was wearing a white vest, which is already like, brother, 
This is not yeah, yeah. a Jodeci concert. Relax. Yeah, you're doing you're doing a lot here. Yeah, Jason a lot Momoa. of beads and like he w- and he did the haka by himself. Oh, which felt real. Like what are you doing that for? Right. And then like you ain't you ain't doing that on every set. Why? Why? What? What is that? And then I looked it up, and he's like, "Hold on, let me double check to make sure I'm not going in." But I'm pretty sure he's not Maori. So then it's just like he knows that he knows that he looks like them, so he could get away with doing it. It Is I don't don't, beautiful man, but I I don't trust him. Whoa, this is heavy. I thought you were gonna say you didn't trust him. The reason I don't trust him, he seems like he hugs too hard. You know what I mean? He seems like a motherfucker that. Yeah, but he also seems like he doesn't uh, know that other people don't you know bench press whatever he bench presses oh, and he yeah. kind of like makes it a power thing to like grip you up and give you a knuckle sandwich and it's like bitch i got a i got a child i'll kill you right right you don't right, knuckle right. sandwich yeah. me you big I got, motherfucker i got nothing to live for I, i'll bear hug you and jump down the stairs i don't give a fuck yeah no there's no world <laughs> where you're gonna like you're gonna give me a fucking noogie in front of my child <laughs> And I gotta be like, yeah, my buddy Jason. Fuck you. Yeah, like I'll he, shoot you in the foot. He'll call you little guy in front of your wife. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, you already know my wife wants to fuck you. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you even talk to me like that? You know my wife would leave me for you in a second, and you're gonna speak to me that way in front do of you. Do you think she would though? You have a family. I don't think she would leave me, but I definitely think she would go away for two weeks. Yeah. You kind of got to though. I I wouldn't stop her. Yeah, nothing to get. I'm not going to block the door. I'd be like, "No, nah, yeah. I understand." We listen, we've had at least versions of the conversation. Oh, really? No, well, she told me uh at the time she wanted Michael B Jordan, so that was her past where she would right. with if it came up if he somehow was uh was trying to fuck her, then then go ahead, shorty. I can't stop that. And and I got Rihanna and uh Oh, nice. Yeah, and it's like, no, nah, at the time especially, it was like, no, nah, this ain't this ain't a non-achievable goal. Now it's probably it's probably too far yeah, gone. Yeah, settled in. Yeah, no, it's too she's she's too happy in a way that yeah. is impenetrable, at least at the moment. But I'll I'll hold out hope. You know who I, who I would leave my fake wife for? Yeah. <laughs> I love Roberta, by the way. I think she's a <laughs> lovely woman. <laughs> She's great. She's great. She's doing good. She's She's down on the islands, but she'll be back soon. I would, I would leave my fake wife for. uh, Do you remember the women on the Outcast CD? Whoa! Wait on on the on the actual CD, like not not. You're talking about on Stankonia. No, every C every Outcast CD, it was like a naked woman. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 I've I'll admit that that I don't know that I owned anything but the Love Below what? Stankonia for CDs. Yeah, I didn't yeah. those were the two that I owned. Everything else I, I like Napstered and shit. Okay, here I see I got a picture of one. This is the one from the Greatest Hits album. Mm, I'm excited. You should be. It's it's a it's a big deal. <laughs> you see it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. You would leave your fake wife for for her. 
in a second. I've thought about it a lot. Yeah, just a a lady with with big old titties and insane cl- clown posse makeup. That's don't describe it. Don't don't do that to me. That to me. <laughs> just a just a a bad bitch juggalo is is That's right where you. That's not what it is. That's not what it is. That's not what's happening. <laughs> I, so, so you are on board with the possibility that white people turn colors at death. I'm pretty sure they do. It's also because, like, you ever see, like, in National Geographic where they discover, like, 50,000-year-old man found in the ice? It's always, like, a like a burnt, dark orange type color. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're never pulling uh, Tom Holland out of the ice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing about white. Can't take it with you. <laughs> Maybe that's why they live like that. They're like, I only get to be this for a little while, bro. (laughs) This is temporary. I can't can't have regrets. I can't spend the whole time feeling so bad because you got mistreated. (laughs) Fuck that shit. I'm I'm living to the fullest. It's the first thing. It's kind of like the first thing they lose after death. Yeah, they're like, this is going to go away. It goes away immediately. And people are going to talk to me different. I can't. I can't yeah. be sensitive to, I, I guess gotta, you matter. They got to bury him before they find out it's black people because then it'll be even longer till they bury him. Right. Well, that's my question. They got to get him it, in the ground before their status changes. <laughs> that's my big question in this is, I I guess I wonder, is it, it in in this theory, are you imagining that they are in fact becoming black? Like, is it just that your skin darkens or are you thinking like, no, you are, we are at our beginning a black person. And then they, they somehow evolve very temporarily into white and then devolve or re evolve into a feels what very they brand. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I don't, <laughs> It, like it feels like eugenics almost. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't think like their nose broadens. I think they just, I yeah. think the color of their skin is not, it's very temporary. It's, I don't, I, don't yeah. think, I, I think it goes away. That that makes sense to me. This thing that they hold precious is in fact just a, a blip. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to look like me longer than you're going to look like you, baby. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I like that. Well, maybe we should take a break. Let's let's take a break because we apparently uh, are obligated to sell things to you. We're, we're going to take a break so that you can buy things, and then uh, then we'll come back and we'll we'll talk more about this. We'll be back with more. My mama told me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. 
a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Well, um, I think I'm looking forward to cracking up. Uh, I hope I can, like, you know, totally crack up. So uh, I haven't, like, totally cracked up in a long time. Welcome back to My Mama Told Me. We are discussing pink or brown nipples. You decide. <laughs> There's only no. one right answer. Yeah, it's not pink. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we're talking about whether or not white people lose pigmentation after they die. Is that? Yeah, if they become uh, or gain melanin. Let's, let's make it half full. I don't uh, think that's what's they, happening, though. Yeah, you're just saying they they lose whatever that pink haze is and yeah. become something else. Whatever that, yeah, whatever happens with that. Well, I, I'll say this: this is a uh, a conversation that apparently, and Olivia sent us a, a bunch of great research for this. Uh, Olivia did a lot of hard work that, that, frankly, I was unwilling to do this time around. I said <laughs> I slammed my hands on the desk and I said, "I'm done." I'm done reading. Read for me, I screamed at her. Ugly. You are disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. <laughs> I, I, I screamed that at her. And Olivia, she said, she said yes, sir. And she, she ran off and she, she came back with gorgeous uh, research. But apparently this is not as far from a real thing as the immediate sort of concept makes it seem. In fact, there are a bunch of, there's a, a couple Quora questions of people saying, uh, uh, specifically, why is the face of a dead body black after only 10 hours? <laughs> Which I don't know if this person is meaning this in a racial way, but it feels racial. It felt racist as hell. Yeah, why does he got a Sixers jersey on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's 10 hours? Yeah, 10 hours, apparently, this this person is black. And, and there's a few responses. Uh, the most uh, sort of engaged one 
is uh, somebody saying, why are whites buried so soon after dying? I'm white as Wonder Bread. All right. But I embalm at several traditionally black funeral homes. The industry is still wait, ridiculously segregated. Wait, yep. wait, Yeah. You, there's a lot going on with this person. Yeah. He embalms at several black funeral she, homes? Yeah. She, she embalms at several black is embalming a different job than owning a funeral home? Yeah, well, embalming I think falls under the window of the funeral home, the the purview. So, if they you, hire, they outsource it. No, I'm I'm sure they have to hire specific staff. Like I I think it's probably like a skilled job. It ain't I thought that like was a, the job of a mortician, though. I thought that's what. I think a mortician uh, is more of like a a managing officer in a thing that may or may they may do that right some morticians might do their own embalming but if i'm a successful mortician i might hire another individual to be like, like my okay. yeah my embalmer okay. as it were okay. i just i just you know yeah <laughs> i don't know i mean i don't know I, yeah you, you i ain't never so. been up in there so yeah, maybe i'm confident. completely off He's base but it, she said the industry is still ridiculously segregated in the U.S., especially in larger metropolitan areas. For these places, the average hold time is nine days from embalming to burial. I've held bodies for as long as four months and an open casket even. The Damn. white funeral homes, though, if they had to hold a body for more than three or four days, they get nervous. They never learned how to use entrofient uh, properly, I guess. It really all comes down to culture and traditions. She goes on to say a bunch of other shit that uh, I'm not going <laughs> to read. I ain't going to read it because it's, you know, she's showing off now. She's uh, like, uh, CO2 mixed with D.O. Dick is like, all right. I don't know. So what, what you're saying is, so they could, they could stop it, they just don't? I, I I guess I think that's what that that at least that sentence implies is that like if they learn to use it properly, then maybe the decay or this this sort of weird change in color would would happen differently. But she also is acknowledging that like there's clearly a culture that supersedes this for a reason. And it doesn't seem completely like, oh, we just. We just prefer it that way. It's almost like y'all are hiding something. Also, four months, black people, we got to do better. That's what yeah. that's so long. Come get your hey, grandma. If you left her for four months, just leave her. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's not like you're bailing somebody out of jail and you're like, oh, I guess he's in there at least eating and stuff. That person is dead. You got yeah. to figure that out. You yeah, gotta you got to. Just leave her. Just make that somebody else's problem because you clearly... You either don't, you don't care, or you don't have the means to care. You, yeah. you really, you got to put those funds somewhere healthier if it's four months of waiting. Hey, if somebody died and I didn't want to pay to bury them, could I burn them? Oh, no, I don't think you can do that. <laughs> what? That's not a crazy because, question. I, well, I think, number one, I think that, uh, that, that those things are built to actually like incinerate bodies. I think whatever you'd be doing at like the crib is uh, it ain't going to make the body completely go away, nor the fumes, nor the uh, the potential diseases being spread in the air. I'm putting like a brick oven in the back, like one of those pit barbecues. 
Yeah, I don't think you're just supposed to sniff like uh, people chips. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think that's supposed to just be out in the world like that. They did it. They did it in the in the, in the Dark Ages. Remember when they were everybody had the plague? They had to burn all the bodies. Yeah, and then they, and they do it in war times. They live to twenty eight. Big dog. I don't, I, don't, I think I'm that's saying just me in a controlled why. environment in my yard. This is America. <laughs> I'm saying this is America. I should be able to burn my burn my day. Listen, it's not it's not policy that I'm I'm pushing back against as as inside of this as much as safety. I think okay. it's a, a safety issue. All right, that's fair. I yeah, I don't think we're supposed to do like uh, grandma inhalants and. <laughs> <laughs> And expect to like be able to touch our toes tomorrow, you know? What right. I, mean? I guess it's because of that. I used to remember Beanie Siegel. He was like, I used to wild off and bob and fluid, and I really thought I used to think about that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're kind of hoping maybe you could burn your person and get a little high off of or it, or like some kind of like a fun Disney movie. My friend comes back. Yeah, like, a, like the Six <laughs> Man kind of situation. <laughs> Helps me with my homework or whatever. I got you. I yeah. got you. That's what happened in How High, right? I think so. I think that was the whole thing was that their their friends friends was it two friends or just one friend? They weren't friends. Method Man was friends with the guy. Yes. So so he dies, and Method Man sort of takes over his uh, his life. Uh, no, if I'm no, not no, 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 no. Isn't that it? That he that <laughs> no. he was like. He dies, and then Method Man uses his ashes to fertilize a weed plant. Right, so then they can see him afterwards. Yeah, and then for some reason, no, I don't think that was, I don't think he knew that was going to happen. No, I'm saying, but that, uh, yes, you're right, that it's not so that, but and then they can see him afterwards. Yeah, that was a good movie. And then, but, but doesn't, isn't there an element of them like, uh, pretending to be somebody else like they weren't were they just going to genius college because they were geniuses because were they, they like fake they were it? they were taking the entrance exams and ivory came and gave them the the answers to the entrance exams and then they got like perfect scores and that's right. how they got into harvard right and then they had to like figure out a way to like be smart at harvard to match the scholarships that because they, they ran out of ivory Mm, fuck. And then, yeah, it, it gets real off the rails at the end. Yeah. I really, I remember really liking that movie. And uh, I loved it. I think I saw I it in theaters. I don't think I can go back. I don't think there's any version of being able to go back and, and feel that same joy. No, Red Man and Method Man are still hilarious. Yeah, they're pretty great. Method Man, I would say, has turned into a, a sexy, flexy motherfucker in a way that I. He's, I, lifting, I, he's lifting a lot of weights. I don't love it. If I'm being real with you, I was. You don't like, like Buff Method Man? I'm not. I'm not hating. He's gorgeous. He's fucking. <laughs> he's a gorgeous fucking specimen of a man. And frankly, I don't know if I were that gorgeous. He's like six four. He's fucking jacked as shit. He's got a strong chiseled jawline and new teeth. He's gorgeous. Yeah. That said, I don't know that that's the dream I had for Method Man when I he was the funny rapper. Him and Red Man were so funny. It's like I wanted you to be a silly Billy forever. And he was He was like, also nah. like low-key kind of dirty. Yeah. He was like, which I don't like it. As a dirty dude, it's like, we don't need you hot dirty dudes coming over here fucking. <laughs> <you know? laughs> 
Red Man was for real dirty. Yeah. And then Method then, Man was like playing dirty with his. Yeah, with his he was buddy. dirty. He was dirty on the weekends. Yeah. Like, remember? <laughs> like, he had like the one video, he had like half of his hair braided, but it's like, yeah. we know you're. And he had like the wonky eyeball, but it's like, we know you're still handsome. Yeah. Now you're you're trying to keep up with these actual uggo killers that you run yeah. with. And, yeah. and so you're like making yourself a, a different a different thing than you are. You got a friend named Old Dirty Bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who hasn't explained it to us once. Who hasn't like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He never was just like, yo, here's the essence of the thing. He's just like, nope, that's my name. Dirt really, McGurk. <laughs> I really love that guy, man. It's, it's, a lot of it speaks to who I am as a person. I always thought that guy was great. He, again, that he was a funny motherfucker, right? But if he if if he then suddenly showed you his abs, you'd be like, "I don't like that old yeah. dirty bastard." Man, what if we lived long? What if he lived long enough for ODB to get? I don't think he would ever get buffed. Though. I don't know, man. He got real da- fat at the end. Danny Brown is is like borderline handsome now. You know what I mean? And what? that motherfucker, that yeah, he like got his teeth fixed and got a haircut and like dyes it now. And like Danny Brown's a good looking dude, and that's not how we got introduced to him. That was what is going on. Danny Brown came out and looked like he went through a blender to get his deal. You know what I mean? Like he fucking that was the best part. Yeah. That was the I I man, is there no more dirty dudes? I don't I don't know. I think and then all the white dirty dudes keep getting caught up in their uh sexual mischief. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Shia LaBeouf, he's he's off the court now. He's not a real dirty dude, though. He's from Hollywood. I'm just saying that's that's the white representation for dirty dudes, right? But I'm saying Shia LaBeouf doesn't like wear the same T-shirt two days in a row. I think he they're does, all, but I they're think all five thousand dollars T-shirts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I think he does do it, but it truly is like, oh, I know I'm gonna see the same paparazzi twice, and I want to fuck with them, kind of thing. Right, right. Yeah, because yeah, isn't he like a like a dummy? I don't like, know. He, I know he. I, I recently found out that that he made up the whole thing for Honey Boy. That like his dad wasn't nearly as uh, abusive, and his life wasn't nearly as hard as. Bro, as he I knew that shit was. was fake when I saw Honey Boy. Oh, you mean this little boy satisfied a grown woman sexually, a prostitute? <laughs> oh, he made that up. Yeah, of course. That part I thought was fictionalized, but I thought his dad yelling at him and fucking making him do scenes over and over again was real. Nah, he's probably, I think he's probably just a talented actor. Nah, he's, he fucking nailed Honey Boy because I believed him and, <laughs> buddy, you were lying. Yeah, yeah. I used to like uh, even Stevens. But do I think that white people's skin changes when you <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got here. I, who, who could track it? <laughs> It'd be impossible to track. We could read the transcripts and be like, what the fuck happened right? Did a did a did Thanos snap a little bit right here and then and then we came back on the other side of it? Dude, I'm just glad to have uh witness to this because that kind of thing happens to me a lot, but like when you're alone, it's a lot more jarring. Yeah, sure. It's like, you know oh I mean? no, I, I literally may have like had a stroke. Yeah, like you just like you ever just like come to when you're watching like a Jaheem video and you're like, how the what the fuck? Yeah, kind of time yeah. warp am I in? It's three o'clock. <laughs> it says this video's played three times. What <laughs> yeah. am I doing? 
Uh, shout out to Jaheem. Shout out to Jaheem. If he wants to do the show, Jaheem, if you're a regular listener and interested in doing the show, show up wearing that uh that that leprechaun colored suit. We'll we'll one hundred percent talk to you about whatever you want if you show up wearing that sweet, gorgeous green suit that you had on. Olivia sent us some additional information that's worth talking about. Apparently, this this uh, this thing of b- white people turning dark is something uh, called liver mortis. Liver mortis, also known as postmortem livid- lividity or postmortem hypostasis, refers to the pooling of blood in the lower portion or dependent parts of the body after death. This results in dark purple discoloration of the skin. I mean, gross. But also, I, I've always, I've been on board. <laughs> I've been on board with this the whole time. I think it makes perfect yeah. sense. I believe it. I also think just for everybody, it's good to get your people buried fast when they die. Uh, I, I don't think we need to be burying people anymore. It feels like a, uh, frankly, an outdated thing and, and, you know, but that's, that's preferential. I'm not here to campaign. Although you're not, you're not trying to get buried. I, I don't think so. I think burn me up and, and don't keep the ashes either. Like truly yeah. just lose them shits. I don't give a fuck. Like I, the ashes is morbid. I don't like it. I, it's like a a weird step that I'm, I'm not super comfortable with, but I also recognize that like, I, I believe in giving up my, I don't give a fuck about like dying with worldly possessions and holding on to these memories in a physical way. I believe in remembering people through your heart and in your mind and shit. So like, I get that, that may, that, that doesn't jive with everybody. You know what I mean? Some people need the physical to, to feel the same shit. That closure. Yeah, it yeah. seems expensive to me. Like, every time I go to a funeral, I'm like, there's a lot of shit out here. Yeah, it's fucking... Funerals are dumb expensive, and and if you don't do it at a funeral home, you gotta do it at... Or, like, you know, at a, an event space. You gotta yeah. fucking do it at, at a church with a dude who didn't know the person that well. That You know what I mean? Like, it's fucking weird. Also, I've moved around so much in my life, I don't want to be tethered to one place. Mm. Like, now you guys just gotta come to fucking... Albuquerque to see me because that's where they are wherever. Also, you know I don't I don't need you seeing me around other dead people. You know what I mean? <laughs> These fucking losers. <laughs> I wanted to believe like I'm special and shit, but you're like, nah, you just put them where all the other duds go. It's like that's <laughs> you put put them with all the other rotten fruit. You're like, nah, come on, man. I didn't No, I'm me. Yeah, I'm special. Put just you know. You should do a sky burial like the Buddhists. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'm scared of heights and uh, also the ocean, so I've never felt... I don't know if you know what I mean by sky burial. Oh, is that the one where they just throw it in the air? Where you, you No, they just put you on a, like a mountainside and you just kind of decompose. Oh. Oh, this isn't ashes. This is your physical form. You just go and then you're just up there. Damn. Yeah. I, think it's, I don't think it's legal everywhere. I don't think it's legal anywhere. <laughs> I don't think anybody's like, yeah, leave it behind. Who the fuck cares? I mean, it's not like, I'm not, you're not putting it in the village square. I'm talking about like out of the way. Yeah, but then kids wander and fucking people go hiking and shit. You don't want to come across a dead body and be like, no, no, no. That's one of the uh, the ones we, we put there on purpose. 
Oh man, if you look it up, it's the pictures are terrible. Yeah, no, you just don't do that. Don't oh like, God, damn! You're not supposed to put bodies just out loose. I mean, you just said yourself you don't care about this mortal coil. Yeah, but but burn me up. Give me a good solid burning, and then you can do what what you wish. Nobody's okay. gonna be like, those are dead body ashes. They'll be like, oh, I think, I think a a small tree burned down right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we did it. I think we did it. I think, I think we did it. I think uh, we we nailed this conversation perfectly. No, <laughs> nothing was left on the table. Everybody's satisfied. Uh, Katedra, if, 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 I, I hope you're pleased, baby girl, because it seems to us that, that this is 100% true, that white people do transform almost immediately from the and one guy physically to the and no, one guy no, in their hearts. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> See how we brought it full circle? Ain't that fun? A little. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, right he was. He was not. He was not a white man. <laughs> we we want to end this episode uh, with a brand new segment. We have a brand new segment uh, of uh, that we've we've come up Get with. That. I'm stuttering because it's 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 a little nerve wracking. The the segment we're entering into, we're we're breaking a seal on this show that we've never broken before. And I, I want to address it now so that our listeners don't curse us the fuck out when it, when it actually happens. But for the first time ever, we are going to have white people on the show. There's not going to, on the show in the typical fashion. No, we're separate, not inviting them on for separate, but equal. <laughs> they got a much smaller water fountain on the show yeah, yeah, than yeah. everybody else. But we're we're playing a game. We're uh, a game called "Ask a White Guy." Ask a white guy, and we're gonna feature featuring three of of the most brilliant, well known conspiracy theorists out there. They they love to talk this conspiracy theory shit. And and who better to ask uh, than these white guys if we have to talk to white people at all? You you are halfway. Yeah, but you know. It's a conflict. Yeah. <laughs> it's a struggle. We all got problems. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah. So what? Fuck you. <laughs> Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. 
Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. All right, uh, now we're good. Boy, Man, we have... you fucking blew it immediately. I, I thought I, I thought I was in it. <laughs> I thought I was cruising, baby. No, not at all. You pulled over. You that know, you know when you 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 add a little a little extra uh, <laughs> break in it just to make it feel gentle and soft. I'm not gonna lie, they took my license in '09. I haven't seen the road since. <laughs> <laughs> I was making it conversational rather okay. than uh, giant and thematic. But now I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry. Uh, we I'm have. Sorry. Would it refer your... to tear? <laughs> We are going to play a game. This is a very exciting and, and arguably the most uh, epic change that we've ever introduced to the podcast. But this this is a game called Ask a White Guy. Ask a White Guy. Is White. A, we, we spell the whole word here. <laughs> we pronounce the entire. Pro- <laughs> pronounce that H. Yeah. It's it it very important. But we, we have, I would say, the foremost white men that we could be asking about conspiracy related things joining us today we have the gentleman from stuff they don't want you to know the podcast and now the book it, it's no brown it's ben bowling and it's matt frederick everybody yeah thank you so much guys thank get you on, get out of here now who sent you nigga Oh, hey, hey, okay, okay. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Ben Seriously, so. we listen to the show in our cars, like legitimately. It's, it's that's awesome. that's insane, and 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 we we're honored. We're we're glad you guys are here. I I think you know this, but you're the first white people to ever grace. Uh, certainly this this podcast. We'll be delicate. We'll grace it. Gingerly, or, or as I'm <laughs> mostly white, but thank you for letting me, let, let me oh, grab in, you know? brother. That's what they all say. <laughs> right, you gonna drop right. an eighth of Cherokee on me right now? <laughs> oh no, no, I'm a Melungeon. It's a different thing. It doesn't matter outside of Tennessee. Oh shit, I've never even heard of it. So that now is I'm new nervous. Way. We did an episode. We did an episode <laughs> on from, it. They have uh, treasure, I believe. The Melungeons? Oh, nice. Is this an island? It's uh, what's called a triracial isolate, but uh, Whoa. yeah, this is I don't know yeah. about this. How I feel about this? <laughs> yeah, I don't. This feels like something I don't want to get out in the public. You know, triracial. So they can't find out about. Was that. it Elvis uh, Melungeon? I think Elvis was Melungeon. <laughs> no, I guys, he 
He was from Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> Memphis, Ten- Tennessee. That's where the Melungeons dwell. Is that it? They're going to add this to like uh, racial training, diversity training now, <laughs> oh, in a way that I'm nervous about. I can't, oh, I God, can't sit yeah. through an additional hour of learning about uh, triracialism. <laughs> yeah, I just started, I just started being able to deal with biracial people. To be completely honest, <laughs> listen, I've been one my whole life, and I get it. I, <laughs> I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> Guys, we're we're pumped that you're here. The we figured the best way that we could we could play this game and really really get to hear your thoughts is that uh, we want to go through some old some old conspiracy theories that have come up on our podcast and just get your thoughts where where you land in these things have you ever crossed it in your own research is it all complete nonsense and and if so tell us why that's that's really the game at hand got it fuck so- yeah uh yeah. let's let's just jump into it guys let's go let's, to the first one yeah let's not be scared of it this this has come up quite a bit on this podcast and it feels like a very nice entry-level conversation for everybody but the conversation is my mama told me that mountain dew kills your sperm count mm, i heard oh, that man. It's yeah the dye, the that. yellow the yellow number mm-hmm. five yeah yellow, yellow number five. five yeah it's actually the brominated vegetable oil guys it's a flame Whoa. retardant. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the other, that's the related, that's okay, the related okay. thing, right? Yeah. It's the thing that Wait. makes Mountain Dew look cloudy. Yeah. Okay, so so this has come up on your own podcast, I assume. I then. thought that was the Mountain Dew that made it cloudy. It was, <laughs> <isn't> it? <laughs> well, that's just branding. It sounds it sexy. Was the dew. It was yeah. the dew sure. of the mountain. The dew you mean it. to tell me they're not holding these bottles against a rock and just letting a slow drip of, of <laughs> mountain into mm. there? Like a, like a giant leaf <laughs> collecting it in the, in the forest. Yeah. I thought they were tapping straight up to the Rockies. I didn't know any type yeah. of that. Yeah, that's Coors. Okay. Or they're okay. just they're yep. using cheaper dew. From somewhere and called sure. Mountain Dew. The yeah. original recipe might have had higher actual Mountain Dew content, but no, now it's yellow number five. And ve- what is it? Brominated vegetable. I, yep. I, I need you to remind me. Oil. Yeah, what's the deal with that stuff? And what does it do to your peen? It's a fire retardant, right, Matt? That's exactly See? right. Whoa! So they they were just like, look, that's what you get for drinking that poison. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna be this awesome drinking Mountain Dew, there's a possibility you'll be lit on fire, and there we you, need. Right. We need you, something to prevent that. If you can't tell by my co-host's awesome comment, he is a do-truther. <laughs> <laughs> I listen. A, it is a point of contention on this podcast. It's It's, it's been an ongoing argument uh, between David and I. I did the do for a long time. Oh, you're off the do? I was I was riding off the do, Matt. It looks like you also were were a do a do head. I, I was I was a surge guy. I don't know if you remember Whoa. that. Oh, but uh, that was deep cut. Deep cut. That was the ones they put in schools. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. for the children. Yeah. Are we allowed to talk about that? Oh, yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That feels like you you admitted to voter fraud. That, that right? Felt, right? Can I tell you a scary surge story? Mm-hmm. They came to my mostly black boys and girls club with like <laughs> it was like two dudes in a Hummer and a skateboard. Popped out, yeah. skateboarded a bunch, and then gave us like mixtape ten cans of surge each, and and we never saw them again. No, it was a big <laughs> deal. It was it, 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 when my yeah. senior year in high school. It was a big deal in our you know town that they brought these soda machines into the schools, and they were just surge branded soda machines, right. and they had a, a total uh, event like that where they yeah. kind of introduced it and had like wow. a. It was it was just like you're describing. That is wild. They, yeah, it, it was, was very it was hello fellow kids energy. Yes, it right? was. They also yes, handed out CDs. 
at uh at and my Hare Krishna pamphlets. It was and super it, surreal. Uh, yeah. And and at my school, nobody really listened to the music on the CDs they were handing out. It was all so Creed. On, it was just Creed. Yeah, every track. It was like a lot of alternative rock stuff. Whoa. Well, so that's that's interesting that it wasn't I guess when I when I hear Surge, I thought that they would like go for Metallica or something. But you're like, no, they're going for Christian rock. That's oh, Tony dude. Hawk era. It was Tony Hawk pro skater era. So it was that kind of mm-hmm. faux punk mall rock kind of vibe. Three chords and a whiny voice mm-hmm. about my Boom. dumb feelings. Yep. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, that feels that whole, like. That was that whole soundtrack. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was that entire... feels like a, a type of uh, of conspiracy in and of itself that, that <laughs> these people are handing out what seems like a type of propaganda yeah. to a bunch of uh, hopefully. I guess uh, emo white kids for, uh, moving forward, and David for some reason. Yo, <laughs> pairing it, pairing it with amphetamine. And my drink, body, basically. my body was not yeah. developed yet. Yeah, I was, mm. for, I was, for, I is this was pre-puberty for sure. Yeah, that's, well, that's another concern about it, right? Is the idea that they're getting to you young, yep. you know? And this is something I heard quite, quite commonly growing up. And one of the things that's interesting is the conspiracy itself stays the same. And has a lot of the same like motivations and villains and so on, but the the drink will change depending on the region. Whoa. It'll be something else. You know? Oh like, yeah. shit! Yeah. So like in Houston, they thought Big Red was making their dicks more. Right, right, right. Yeah. Just so. cheer wine. Wow. I'm, like seriously, think about it because it's it's going into these schools where there are little kids that are they're not being forced fed this sugary crap, but it's like encouraged. Like we're talking about having a surge you know, uh, dispenser in your school. I remember. I mean, listen, the... yeah. In 99, if you showed up with a skateboard and a backpack, I was probably going to drink it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no <laughs> a million percent. Do you guys remember Jasta with Guarana? Wow. No, I do no. remember. That was Jasta. the whole name. Was it, it, it a guy like with it? Was it a guy with dreadlocks? It was a Panther. So it was very much that vibe. It was Panther full, like red kind of Rasta type colors, really Yo! culturally appropriate. Yeah, look it up. Look yeah. it up. They made yeah. you think this shit was for Black Panthers. But that's I what I'm saying. <laughs> I yeah. it, it came out the same time as Surge. Surge was wow. for the white skater kids and like almost mm-hmm. like Jasta. Was, Jasta. It was almost, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It was kind of divided. Yeah. Yeah. Segregated, Jasta was segregated soda. Yes, and nobody yeah. knew what Guarana was. You assumed it was. Me. It was an energy drink, and, and it was marketed as their first energy drink. Even though technically, surge, you know, considering well, how much sugar and caffeine, it, it could qualify as that as well. But Guarana, this, yeah, this I will supplement. say, Justin, this is this is this is black as fuck packaging. <laughs> well, think you about this. this Langston? I don't remember this. This Google never. I'm looking remember? at it now. No, I see it. It. This is. <laughs> This, yeah, it's wild. No. I will say that this this seems like it has similar vibes to like Tahitian treat, where mm. like that oh. was being coined oh, yeah. as yeah. like the sexiest tropical soda for. And I remember mm-hmm. black people we were like, yeah, Tahitian treat. That's yeah, our delicious. that's our yeah. shit. You know Wait, what I, mean? I have another. I have another question. When I yeah. Google image search Josta, first line is a bunch of cans of Josta. Second line is a bunch of grapes. Whoa. Wait, no, excuse me. It says Jostaberry. That was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I think you had Lakes and I <laughs> going, though. That was a that was whole. It got, I was like, oh, they're trying to equate yes. them to, to that's, fruit. That's what I thought. Right. I was, I Saying it's it. healthy. Yeah. 
It did yeah. make an appearance in that show Loki, the Marvel uh, show. Um, yeah, that was where they, they do some yeah. time traveling stuff. There's like it's sort of like the sought after, you know, defunct drink from the past in that show. And if you Google it too on um, eBay, you can buy cans. They're really expensive because <laughs> it just hasn't existed. Like for yeah. don't do it. Don't I do will. It. Say, this is I. It's sounding like, and correct me, gentlemen, if you feel differently, but it's sounding like there is some level of like. We're all in agreement that they're they're trying to trick us and make us buy whatever. But it does sound, Matt, like you're saying it. These things do kill your sperm count. That it isn't untrue. Wait, in that's my question. Does it kill you? I heard it made your nuts little. Okay, Whoa. I I can't I can't talk to any of that. I don't think it makes your your testicles smaller. I don't think. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm saying that me, so Caucasianly. Uh, am I right, Matt? <laughs> Hey, yeah. big old balls over here. So now well, I got to figure out a different explanation. All right. No, there's all that you used to drink. <laughs> what I think the real problem is think about this in context of the D.A.R.E. campaign. You guys remember that? Mm, the drug abuse yeah, resistance education. Now, so you're, you're supposed to say no to drugs, right? And uh, right. Langston, like you, I signed right up for that thing. I don't know why or Loved how. It. But <laughs> you're song, given, you know, but, but you're they given give you a shirt. They give you that shirt. Yeah. Yeah. But you're given a drug. You've got yeah. caffeine. You've got guarana. Right. It's not really a drug, but it's it can be used as a drug as mm -hmm. a, an enhancement kind of thing. Stimulant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If so, you tell your grandma you're on guarana, she's going to call the cops. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> enough, <laughs> enough sugar is a drug. Let's she's going to at least pray for you. She yeah. Is, yeah. Your grandma doesn't sugar. want you taking in guarana. Yeah. yeah. The sugar. Sugar, yeah, sugar being being sort of like maybe the most addictive of the things mm -hmm. in that list. And and so you are being drugged and whether or not those drugs have direct effect on your testicles, it sounds like it, it ain't good for you. Well, yeah, yeah, it's it's not some cartel that's benefiting. It's, you know, yeah. PepsiCo or, you know, well, that I mean, a in cartel. a way. Yeah, I think they're a cartel. They own Kentucky <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut. That's a, Ooh, that's yeah. a cartel. Okay. Yum brands. <laughs> but also, yeah, I mean, so if you think about the history of like breakfast cereal, you know, originally it was it was all about health and all about being a supplement for like a meal during kind of times of scarcity. But then gradually they started marketing towards kids and putting more and more and more sugar in them mm -hmm. and having like cartoon characters and acting like it was part of this balanced diet because they were allowed to say certain things, but mm -hmm. they just kept upping the sugar, you know, quotient in that sugar stuff. industry. Yeah. Sugar industry paid for the uh, hit piece on fat. There's that's a right. reason. Oh, that's fat. why we hate fat. Because I was watching the fat. I was watching Whoa. the Foods Who Built America, and they were talking about that cereal thing and how the Kellogg guy, the one brother, was like a famous doctor exactly. who yeah. invented cereal as like a superfood, like a health right. food. And then the mm -hmm. other for, shitty brother, was yeah, like, <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> in the factory burned down, and he was like, "I'm gonna put some sugar in it and flip it. We're all gonna be rich." Very awkward Thanksgiving for those guys. Yeah. I was talking about something similar uh, with my wife about Facebook last night. And how, like, we all remember when Facebook, uh, or at least I think we remember when Facebook was was just for college kids. Oh, like, at the you beginning. Had to have, you had to have a college yeah, email. You had to have yeah. a college email. And it, like, had to be a pretty, like, it had to be a four-year institution accredited, welcomed by the Facebook community. No DeVry people. No, yeah, no DeVry, no, no, no Triton, no, no University of Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, none of that shit. 
And then at some point they went, well, this isn't a winning formula. Like we, it's cool that every college kid has one, but I need fucking grandmas and drug dealers on this motherfucker. If I'm going to be a success, can we, I mean, you get in situations, you know, where you're like, I need some grandmas and some drug dealers to really make this (laughs) pop Uh, before we move on from the drinks though. It took me a second. We talk about this in our book uh, in chapter two on human experimentation. If you go back, this idea of sterilization in popular like sodas and fruit drinks yeah. in April 1991, I want to say in primarily like black areas of New York at the time, Harlem, the Bronx, parts of Brooklyn. There Please were these don't fires. disparage twisters. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, let's I see how you feel about Top Pop. <laughs> top Pop, David, and Tropical Fantasy. These these flyers came out and they said, look, if you are uh if you're a non-white person, you need to be aware that these soda, these drink brands are being made by the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. And they're being made to sterilize black men in particular. You've been warned, save the children. That kind of like these Who are was giving this out? Was it the black Hebrew Israelites? <laughs> well, they were the anonymously way. posted. But then you apply that to Mountain Dew. You know, you can apply that grain of a thing that what may or may not have been true, but was reported and was probably circulated in, in the community, in those communities. And then it's you could that's how conspiracies travel. It's that game of telephone, and now all of a sudden it's Mountain Dew. Or or and again, there is grains of truth. All of these things are not good for you, but are are they necessarily trying to sterilize you? Ben, was there any truth to, to, to those drinks or to, was this a real effort or was it just kind of a campaign? The Ku Klux Klan does not have its shit together. You know I what I mean? That's the thing about white supremacy. They're too smart for them. They're not, not flavor-wise. They're not coming up with tropical fantasy. That's... Yeah. <laughs> right. I, and I, I will say That's the opposite this. of what they're looking for <laughs> in this world. <laughs> Was <laughs> a fan a cornucopia of fruits that don't yeah, sound like that. No, that's no, not. If there was want. a mayonnaise flavored one, yeah, I don't uh, know. that'd be too some, spicy for him. Some type of a hearty grain flavor. I think. <laughs> I I I will say that this does speak very much to to the regional quality that you guys were talking about earlier. That like it depends which drink in which neighborhood because for us that was a conversation around Mystic. We actually did an episode oh. with Sam yeah. Jay. Who, who talked about how Mystic was the KKK drink of choice, but all of them, it seems like these narratives happen either way, that if Mountain Dew shrink, isn't shrinking your net, nuts, red, whatever the fuck is, and it's all, it's, it's maybe, hopefully, just somebody trying to warn us to, to be healthier with our choices, but it, it always makes a more sinister turn on the back end. Yep, well, please. I mean, because I get, like, Mystic, you're not supposed to put those colors in your body. No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, like, it looks I like toilet bowl cleaner is probably not yeah. the best. Yeah. It's, Neon blue is never correct for your for your mm-hmm. liver and lungs and shit. No, it's the mm-hmm. same company that made Fabuloso, actually, is the weird thing. <laughs> I mean, is it, not, is it not, like, the same three companies at the top of almost... 
of just so many things. But I then feel what, what about Fago? Like, like you have a drink like Fago that's so huge in Detroit. That's just like regionally massive and like ubiquitous there. And they have all those like moon mist and crazy colors like that. Right. But you don't really hear anybody maligning Fago. Because you know, everybody the, knows where it comes from. Everybody's uncle works a, yep. at the Fago factory. That's right. That's it's, a really good point. It's right there in Detroit. Mystics, they just got dropped off in a box. Yeah. <laughs> they just appeared. <laughs> like the beginning of a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, nobody you want to know us. what's scary is that at one point during we during Sam's episode, we actually made an attempt to call the Mystic like help hotline, whatever the fuck. <laughs> oh, wow. And it is disconnected. Them motherfuckers don't even <laughs> they're no. not even existing anymore. No, they still no. sell these drinks, right? This is okay. I I think they're still selling what they have left of the drinks. I think <laughs> they're, it's more, they're like, we got to move all this mystic, put it in a yeah, box. It's more like plutonium than it is like uh, <laughs> carbon dioxide, if that makes sense. There's a very oh. limited amount. You can still buy mystic. I found it online. Yeah, but are those also, original cases? You gotta. We know. gotta know expiration dates on these bad boys. Damn, you could also buy. Clearly Canadian still. I might gotta get that. Yeah. Fago is owned by <laughs> National Beverage Corporation, which also owns La Croix or La Croix or whatever you call it. So wow. it's a it's so it's an illusion then. This 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 uh it's all an illusion. You're buying you're right, buying right. from the same like baker's yeah. dozen of companies in no, those that, parts of the well, I know, and that, I know and that's what craft will... beer giant when giant you know bush beer buys little mom and pop craft beer yeah. and it's the, that yeah. illusion perpetuating that no no this is all bespoke and small batch the hell it is once yeah. they buy it it just starts going into the uh production line you know i wasn't sure how i was gonna feel about you white fellas but we're on the same <laughs> hey, yes, <laughs> well sir. this is just the first question yep. we gotta see just yeah. wait till we talk about that's facebook fair. and the cia i also I know some people who would kill you if you told them that their LaCroix came from the same place that Fago came from. <laughs> I know That's some why we do these shows, who would guys. end your fucking life for that. Yeah, they're just, they're stirring those those drinks with the same mop. Just yeah. both places. Yeah. You mean the Papa Moose is next to my Big Red? <laughs> well, uh, guys, this was this was fucking great. This yeah, this yeah, we're really thanks, glad man. that you came on. I think David and I thought we would have to berate you for your silly uh white opinions on things, but but y'all are y'all are cool. Y'all No, y'all I mean this I mean this in the most positive way. We can't hang out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that is a very good thing. Like Yeah, you're going to encourage worse things than, yeah, us than, yeah, than yeah. we anticipated. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you guys got to come over on our show at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah, would, yeah. again, would love like that. It. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, no, I I had a great time the first time, and we would love to to join you guys and talk more of the the crazies and the not so crazies. Yeah. Uh, Noel, Ben, Matt, could you tell the people where they can find you and what cool shit you have going on? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, we're all pointing to each other. We got so <laughs> nice to each other at the end. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can find us. Uh, we're conspiracy stuff or some derivation thereof on all the social media, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube. Uh, check us out there. We're always doing weird stuff. Uh, you can find our book called In a Burst of Creativity, Stuff They Don't Want You to Know, wherever uh, you you like to find books, hopefully. Uh, we worked hard on it. I hope you enjoy it. If you, you like the sound fu- of our yeah. voices, you can also yeah. get the audiobook version. We, we read, mm-hmm. uh, kind of round robin, read the whole thing. And, uh, oh, and we're putting a lot of work into that one as well. Hell yeah. I thought you were going to say we only read the lines we wrote and then it's just like <laughs> it's just weird that. sentences that interrupt <laughs> other people reading. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, that's we like good. Hype well, manning the book. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, bars. Uh, well, I please anybody listening, go go follow stuff they don't want you to know. It's such a great podcast. Please go buy the book. We are we are big fans. We are honored that you would be our our white uh, uh, cherry poppers of the podcast. I didn't. And we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't both co-sign on that. Honestly, <laughs> Dave, David wrote it down, and I said, I "Hey, buddy, not- you sure you want me to say this?" And he said, "No, <laughs> say it verbatim." <laughs> He's like, I choose my words carefully. I don't appreciate being paraphrased or censored. He was like, look, man, I don't write a lot, but this is poetry, and I need you to read it the way I wrote it. You guys remember the cherry popping daddies? I was about to say that. Yeah. Wasn't that, was that Zoot, Zoot Suit Riot? Yeah. Zoot Suit Riot. Yeah. No, that was the yeah. Brian Seltzer Orchestra. Seltzer uh, Orchestra. Oh, yeah. No, no. Zoot Suit Riot was cherry popping daddies. Brian Seltzer Orchestra was, uh, wait, no, shit. Maybe there was like three of those big bands. They all came bands. so quickly. Hold you know, on. they showed one was up at Jumping once. Jive and Whale. Oh, that was uh, Jumping Jive and Whale. That was uh, Setzer, uh, but with Zoot Suit Riot is Cherry Pop and Daddy. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm very proud of it. I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. <laughs> and then, well, then there was the straight and this cats. is not what this podcast is for. <laughs> you take that garbage elsewhere. <laughs> Draw the line. That's goddamn tomfoolery as far as I'm concerned. I don't who say what, blood. Oh, crap. We had to give you an opportunity to to, to rag us a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Cherry oh, popping daddies. Get off my <laughs> goddamn internet. We've just done so much for that band. We'll get out of here. <laughs> Guys, oh thank God. you again. Uh, this, this was an absolute pleasure. Yeah, and, so much fun, man. Let's do it again. Yeah. Let's do yeah, it again yeah. soon. Deal. Deal. Yeah. Uh, and, and Bori, you want to tell them where they can find you? Oh, uh, Cool Guy Jokes 87 on Instagram. I have all my dates there. You can start watching April 3rd. I'm in a cartoon called Royal Crackers on Adult Swim and then HBO Max the next day. Hell yeah. You can follow me at Langston Kerman on all platforms. And uh, as always, you can you can send us your conspiracy theories. You can send us your drops at mymamapod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Follow the YouTube. And it, I think... That's it. Follow the YouTube and bye, bitch. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. 
With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com slash compatibility.